0: Trace for yourself with 25% off at Ritual.com slash podcast. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've bitten a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel here with Joel Conan and Dennis Dick. What can you say? We are back at all-time highs again. Seems like a daily occurrence now because it basically is a daily occurrence. So we'll talk about that. We have some individual movers on our radar. Uh, Pinterest is staying hot. The Gap is... Uh, is not spinning off old navy and they buy it they being uh traders so stock is up on what you'd think would be not a good headline but i guess that's where we are in this market uh comcast had some details released yesterday of their streaming service well that kickstart the stock we'll talk about that it is also the third friday of the month that snuck up on us so options expiration is today keep that on your radar. Our guest today will be Greg Harmon. He is the founder of Dragonfly Capital Management. He will join us at 8:35. You can always give us a call as well before the show, during the show, after the show leave us a voicemail and we will play your question on the air or at least ask your question on the air.
2: 734-494-0246. Joel, what is the word here overnight? Ah, uh, trading up eight handles at 33, 50. Caught a bid right under that closing price of 1650 at pre-market low at 3316. So if we happen to go into retreat, we'll be keeping an eye on that level, mid-range on the session right here at 31, 33, 21 and a half. You have crude trading up 22 cents at 58.76. Gold in the green by 8:30 at 15.58.80 silver back over 18, up 15.6 cents at 18.09. And Bitcoin just hovering. With the futures did stink over 9,000. They got to 9,085, but currently the futures are trading up 75 dollars at 8,000 eight hundred and sixty five good morning triple d how are you doing on this option expiration friday and are you gonna do a show on monday for people
0: i need the day off because i'll tell you i am tired the girl decided she'd wake up at 4 30 this morning and not go back to sleep so i've been up since 4 30 started coming down to my desk i was like wow she's up i might as well start trading i'd actually start trading around six so i've been trading for a while here this morning so parenting and trading at the same time is always interesting, trying to juggle those balls. But uh, regardless, I'm here. I am awake, kind of awake. So trying to get the energy. Give me the energy. Talk to me about energy. I need uh, energy.
2: So that that is uh, – it's it's safe to assume that you forgot to do the hot potato segment. Oh, yeah.
0: Safe to assume.
2: I was short that yesterday. There
0: was no way I was doing the hot potato
2: segment.
1: <laughs> in,
0: in Dennis's defense, I did say I'd remind him, and I forgot. So – but the good news is you had a backup plan, a contingency plan, well, if you will. I had already had
1: questions from last week or two weeks ago, and we couldn't do them because we were going to war with Iran. So what's more important? We ran out of time. So hot potato
2: I, or covering war with Iran? Yeah. I, I hot potato.
1: So I, I had already had uh, questions that I would come up with previously, so we, we're going to roll with that.
0: So we have a hot potato segment. Look at this do. options do. expiration, hot potato segment. So much good stuff going on. Short squeezes all over the place. I mean, what isn't squeezing? Everything's squeezing. What do you want to start? What's Where, up? Well, let's start with some What's short squeezes. The,
2: what? What is the uh, so? Which one you want to start with?
0: You uh, can start with any of them. I mean, they just all continue to squeeze. But, you know, all these IPOs from last year that were all left for dead yeah. November and December are all the ones that are, are squeezing here now. Uh, I played one of these. so I've, And I'm still long it, actually. I'll just say I, I've sold most of the stock now, though. Uh, JMIA. I bought this yesterday at $6.15 because I was like, that sets up Okay. I'm like, that could squeeze. I tried a couple other ones too. And I didn't guess right, but JMIA I did guess right. I sold some yesterday near the close around seven sixty-five, I think. And then I just sold a bunch more just before I started the show up at eight fifty eight and right in there at that area in the eight fifties. So I've only got a small piece left. So I intend to get rid of that here sometime today. But I mean, wow. What a squeeze! So the stock goes from six dollars yesterday up to almost nine dollars here today, up almost 50%. It's been a while since I, I i took 45% or 45% on a trade in, in a day. So it was a good call, obviously, by me. I didn't see anybody else talking about it or anything at that time. I thought, saw it after the show. I wish I would have mentioned it on the show, but I saw it after and I was like, I was just flipping through the old IPOs from last year and I was looking at this one. I was like, that could go. So I decided to try it. I tried Blue Apron too, but that didn't work. So I'm out of the. Is that a- still around? Apron. Well, that's what I thought. It was started. A- Aprn looked like it had a little bit off the hop, and I was like, "Oh, maybe that squeezes too." And no, that just leaks. So no life there. But the JMIa that was a good one. You know what? This I'm not going to say anything about this one because holy macro,
2: you could have a long way to go in this one. So not, I
0: shouldn't be selling it. I've already almost sold all of it.
2: <laughs> well, you did it for a Swing Trade, so that's what you're doing. I
0: think like almost fifty. I'm up almost fifty. I'm up forty percent on it. so. I still have a piece left, but the, the stock I have, People's I think I'm up speed. over. What is that? What's the math? I don't even know how to do that math. Eight sixty minus six fifteen divided by six fifteen. Can you do yes. that air math in your head? Was like forty percent? Yeah, forty five. It's a good trade. That's a good one-day trade. So yeah, maybe everybody else is just hitting their radar here now. Maybe they should hold on to it. But uh, I'm ra- I rang the register on most of it already. All right, a little, little, little piece left.
2: Trading at the highs, I'll just say you get continuation through the uh, 884 area. That's your pre-market high. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where there's going to be a resistance in this thing. Maybe go to your monthlies and try and find something in it. But no news. It's trading some decent volume. I'll give you a crazy target for your last piece, Dennis, 11.68. That was your high in September of last year.
0: That was a big squeeze. And I mean, there was so many of these things yesterday just starting to squeeze. Uh, T-I-G-R is another one. I'm still in this one, too. I bought this one, and I thought it might have some follow-through. I bought this one late, though. And I'm kicking myself because I thought of it. Like, I was like, I actually left my desk, and it came back, I don't know, like, like lunchtime. And I had the JMIA on and I just put like put a stop on that. But um I thought, oh, you know what other one could go is that T I G R. And I came back to my desk and it was already up. And I'm like, oh. oh, why didn't I think of that one this morning? So, anyways, it was already up over like four dollars. So I I bought a little piece, very small, because I didn't want to chase it too much. It's still going up. I still have a small piece in that one, but these are all all of these positions when you're buying these things need to be babysat very closely. These aren't like long-term investments, these are just short squeezes and they yeah. end. just like we the right eight ended they will end right. as well but maybe they're some of them are just getting started here so i you don't know
2: what know. we have some really good note takers in the chat i think spinner and rca are probably the best rca mentions here g munster talked about g, uh, jmi on december 23rd should we should have been buying RCA,
0: it back on january 23rd yeah, or, yeah. or december
2: 23rd yep, yep. Yep. I was right so, at the
0: low. Gene, Gene with a good call again.
2: Yeah, Tiger, it's moving. Let's see what happens. It's trading up a penny. Let's see if it can hold. I,
0: I, I don't know. Like, you know, in, in all these things, it's big moves here. So, like I said, short leash on all these stocks.
2: Good. Okay. So, Same but I, I saw like, other ones you know,
0: too. And, you know, Chad, if you've got a few that I'm sure I'm missing a few of them as well. But, you know, we've seen some squeezes here in the last few days. NIO, yeah, that was another one that was squeezing a little bit. I mean, Pinterest isn't a short, but this is your classic IPO from last. This is as much of a squeeze as it's just a breakout. But Dan Nathan kick-started this on CNBC Fast Money three nights ago and thought that when it gets above 20, you could go. Good call, Dan Nathan. I gave him some props on Twitter there, too, um, which he liked. Um, going up to $24 here now. I mean, now you're starting to almost fill that gap. You get a little bit higher, 24, you fill the whole gap. So if you're coming in now, you're late to the party. But three days ago, somehow, like I said, I bought this thing just above 20 and I shook out of it. Which You want a
2: candidate crazy. here? <coughs> yeah, yeah, it gives Canadian candidates. The old dog of dogs of dogs. What? S- U.S. Steel.
0: No, okay. th- this is <laughs> the GME. So I. It's a GME? I, I'm, I'm, okay yeah it's like gme this is just this the, what i'm looking at the ones that are squeezing here are not you know anything as just has a high short interest in as a dog it's the tech companies from last the ipos from last year okay the ipo that's what i'm kind of seeing a pattern here i don't think you're gonna see you know eventually you can see a squeeze in anything maybe they just start squeezing stocks i don't want to be short anything anyways so but i'm not thinking x is gonna have a short squeeze maybe you never know i guess but I mean, this stock has so much overhead supply, so many issues there. I mean, all of these other stocks do, different, but
2: yep, different, uh, different.
0: I, I think it's been more of like the IPOs from last year. So go to your IPO from list from last year and check out the ones that have really been murdered. Like you know that Jmia was a good candidate for it when you're looking at that, and that's why you know it really lifted up. You can also look, like I said, that TIGR. I already looked at that one too. You know, it's three dollars. Zoom what stock. Zoom. I thought about Zoom, but it, it never really sold off much. So is it going to squeeze? I mean, y- yeah, you are the potential. That could be a Pinterest-type move. It could move. I wouldn't want to be short it. I don't want to be short anything, though. I mean, this market, who wants to be short anything? It just keeps going up. So you know, we talked about HEAR yesterday on the show as potential. That sets up okay still today. It's above $9. I said if it gets above $9, it could start squeezing. So there's one that has potential as well. I'm not in that one, so I can I totally freely talk about it. Um, but I'm, I'm interested in that one. Maybe I'll buy it after the show. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see what it does here today. I mean, we have option expiration here today too, which is always a wild card, but you know, there's other ones too, like FSLY Spinner was talking about yesterday. That thing's moving now. That was one of those from last year. And you know, not so much that these are beat right up, but these are the IPOs that you know, were down and they're starting to show life here, like Pinterest type trades. So that one's showing life here too. Seeing life across the board in all of last year's IPOs
2: all right well we got uh we got one earnings after the close uh from yesterday and that was uh, CSX. and uh street leaning the wrong way into this one spencer how'd they do uh
1: well not not great i mean i don't know how good how high expectations were for a railroad company but uh (laughs) the eps was in line at 99 cents the sales uh, on a year-over-year basis, was was down. The sales were down to uh, 2.89 billion uh, last quarter versus 3.14 billion in the same quarter in the year prior. I don't believe they gave any uh, guidance. If if they did, it was buried in the PR. But the sales were in line, and the uh, I'm sorry, the yeah, the EPS was in
0: line. The sales were sales were weak year-over-year. Uh pulling back. I mean, you, you got support down at 74. I don't know. This is a tough one.
2: Seventy two, eighty one. That was uh, your after hours low, and just climbing back quietly right now. Um, Yeah,
0: the buy the dippers are already lurking. Yeah, there is some support down there, seventy two to seventy four. So I don't know if I'd be selling it down. I wouldn't be selling it short down into that. No, I really hard, hard hard one.
2: Yeah, look at that. If if you really want to hold out here, the uh, in the seventy three, I guess that coincides with your pre market low. You had. One, uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, four lows. Stocking seventy three. Did just? Did you get there? No, you didn't. What well, seventy two eighty one. It's not
0: okay. the kind of stock that's got the growth though. Correct. So right now they're hungry for anything that's still got potential for growth. I mean, you think about the rails. You know, this is a non-growth stock here, and you know the earnings guidance not being great here. It's not the kind of stock that money managers are going to find sexy. And that's an issue. So, you know, we see like the ones that are sexy bounce back fairly quickly. I mean, holy cow, Tesla yesterday was unbelievable to shrug off all that bad news. I know it's down eight bucks here again today, but, you know, that was a pretty impressive, you know, day for Tesla, really. You know, it gets downgraded to underweight at Morgan Stanley has the bad headline from California and they shrug it all off and almost took it flat. That was very, very impressive. Now, I, is there another headline on Tesla here today that we're down yeah, another eight bucks? Yeah, eight sticks on this. What, what's the? Do we have another one? Spencer? I
1: haven't uh, seen. I, I saw one thing uh, that a U.S. Auto uh, Safety Agency is reviewing uh, a a probe.
0: Uh, uh, that's it. But uh, a formal probe into 500,000 Tesla vehicles for sudden unintended acceleration. That's from Reuters. Yeah. That that'll do it. I mean, there's you know fears, and obviously this, the longs are spooked a little bit. So, that being said, they shrugged off all the bad news yesterday. Maybe we shrugged this off too. It's been a tough, tough short.
2: Did it get up to fill it? No, I didn't fill the gap yesterday. Did it? Because that's what I was looking. Close, at.
0: real close. Close,
2: really close. Real close. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That closed from Friday or from Wednesday, five eighteen fifty that'd be real interesting to see if it gets up there and holds and get back above it. Also yesterday, I mean, the thing traded 547 on Tuesday. So anybody that was fortunate enough, you know, to uh, short it up in the 500 handle from five to 547, they see that open under five hundred ninety-three seventy-five. Yep. Getting smoked so many times that, you know, I think a lot of it, had to be from, you know, your intermediate shorts covering yesterday. But uh, trading in the red today, um, just like the levels from yesterday, that low from yesterday, 492.17, I think uh, that holds. Got a chance to go back up maybe and test that 500. Under that 492.17, I mentioned that 473 area. But first things first, let's uh, see if it can take out from yesterday
0: then you had a headline effect in beyond meat last night we got cisco s y y jumping into the veggie burger field what what are, what are they doing over there at cisco spencer they are
1: launching so cisco we know it like has their own brand of products right obviously uh yep. they're launching a uh a plant-based meatless burger patty uh and that would presumably take up I get better shelf space in grocery stores than beyond meat products would
0: so that's why why I got a lift on this last night I could trade up over two bucks and I was like really I mean it's one why two bucks yeah that seems ridiculous so I don't think it's gonna go up two bucks on this but you know the whole meatless thing is the you know the story so I guess it gives it a little bit but it came right it was coming right back in so I don't think and but you think about what does this mean for beyond meat I mean, everybody's coming out with their own meatless patties. Is a Beyond Meat going to be the meatless patty of all meatless patties? I'll tell you, you know, that Costco, my wife bought some meatless uh, burgers. I don't know who makes them from Costco. And I thought that was way better than the Beyond Meat meatless burger. So when I was tasting the two, I was like, that was ones from Costco are better than the Beyond Meat ones. So I don't know what brand they were, but I was like, these are good, like pretty good. So there's competition here for Beyond Meat, no doubt about it. So these nosebleed valuation, Beyond Meat, the short squeeze was fun, I still think. And and it's interesting. Okay, so I won't say the party's over until you break down through this little double bottom that we just made. Look, in the last two days, 106.11, 107.25. I think you start trading 105 on this thing, I think the party's over. So if it can get back up and start squeezing a little bit above 115, 116, then it gets interesting again. So very important because you have two days in a row that the high and the lows are very close to each other so I think you go with the winner well I I probably would never buy it but if it starts to break down through the 106 low I think the squeeze is over starts go back up over that 116 maybe the squeeze could get back on this is nothing but a short squeeze though I don't think it's a turnaround in the stock where it's going back to 200 and 250 I really don't believe that I think in the long run that the valuation is just too extreme here good company valuation just nuts
2: has anybody had the Impossible Whopper? I've heard. Uh, I've heard quite a good. I've heard people like that. You had it, Spencer? Uh, oh, no, I didn't actually. No. i didn't, never. Mind. That's right by your house. No, There's no, that BK there. Yeah, go, I've, yeah, I've yep. never been there. All right. Uh, I like that setup Dennis. there. Uh, one hundred six. Yeah. and One hundred seven and a quarter, kind of in the middle, matching tops pretty much at 115 so uh let it digest uh the move chop around today but uh under oh, i see
0: the, what you uh, did there digest the move yeah yeah <laughs> i haven't been doing too many puns lately
2: uh, <laughs> uh, all right, that might have
0: been one of those unintentional puns
2: let's uh let's uh bag out some more earnings did we have uh fast and all a few this morning yeah Yep. Yeah, a
1: couple of earnings reports uh, this morning. Only the one from yesterday, like you mentioned. But Fastenal we had this morning. Uh, Q4 EPS, 31 cents in line. Sales missed, $1.277 billion versus $1.29 billion. Uh, I mean, it's a slight miss, but essentially an in-line report for Fastenal.
0: The nuts and bolts of the market always seems to come back eventually. It's a stock that has really been an unbelievable performer for the last two or three years, going from $20 to 40 So it's a double in three years. Um, is the move over and done. I mean, it's still got a 2.75% dividend, which is pretty good. I think there's underneath demand. You get down here 34, 35. I think there's buyers below. 36, 40 maybe are a little bit early here, uh, but I'm not coming in selling my Fastenal. I don't have Fastenal, but I'm not coming in. I'm saying if I had it, I wouldn't be coming in and selling it. If it could get –
2: I see it, it dipped under 36, but the, I'll use 36.50. We're trading a dime below that. You had a pair of lows there. So if you get above there, maybe get to the bottom of yesterday's range, at 36.80. Coming back on the downside, I mean, it went – it had a really good December. I, don't know, I even see support here. You know, you got three lows at the 36 area. Uh, but we'll see. Get back above 36.5 like if we're – Little bit on the rally side. Um, probably not much volume trading in this so far, correct? Right? Not a heavily after hours and pre market uh, stock per volume? No.
0: Okay. Not not uh, sixty five thousand. Let's trade a little bit. All
1: right. Uh let's go to, to Sure slb and state street were the 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 other two on my radar this morning we'll do slb first
2: nice
1: uh they reported a q4 EPS of 39 cents versus a 37 cent estimate so a two cent beat there sales 8.2 versus 8.15 billion dollars good start this earnings season for energy
0: i'm not buying any energy stocks i mean it's been okay the energy sector has had a little rally like a you know, a bounce rally in the last month or two. But really when you look at the performance of XLE and even XOP over the course of the last you know year, it's just been awful. Could we squeeze them a bit, a little bit more on some of these stocks potentially, um, but they've already kind of had a little bit of a rally. I mean, Slumberger back in October was 31, 32. Now it's up at 40. Do I think this is a turnaround story and going back to 50, 60? Nope. So it's 5%. It's up a little bit here. All kinds of overhead supply. I'm not interested in buying SLP.
2: Yeah, they popped it over 40.
0: The opposite of sexy. 40
2: 40 and a quarter, 40 30. That's where you popped up to if you're paying attention to your daily charts. Let's see what you had there. Just a bunch of highs over 40. You did post a couple highs over 40. I don't know. Can you see that book at forty, Dennis? If anybody's maybe reloading there, it's trade. I
0: day. have my book open. It's rare that I have it open. But 40. I was like point I said oh it was nine. up since four thirty. Why not have my book open? So forty point uh, oh nine
2: look. was a double top from the ninth and the tenth. So I would keep an eye on that. Forty oh nine And
0: Slomberger has thirteen thousand of forty, which is basically nothing. Nothing at all. So not really. Not much of forty. But you know it's psychological.
1: And then might as well just hit State Street while we're here. STT, so, uh, they reported this morning Q4 adjusted EPS of a buck ninety-eight versus a buck sixty-nine. Uh, let me see if I can get their revenue number real quickly here. Revenue for State Street was three point oh four eight
2: versus two point nine two billion dollars. So a a beat for STT. Big move up 271. It was even up more than that. Uh, got up to 84.47. But that's it. Man, that, that this is like a monthly move for the stock here, Dennis. Uh, up 271 at
0: 83.85. Yeah. But pretty- after that Morgan Stanley move yesterday, I'm scared yeah. to fade. <laughs> You've also got the TLT getting rocked today, too, Joel, and something we haven't talked about yet. TLT is down significantly here um this morning so that's going to be full disclosure i do have a tlt position um that's going to be good for the banks
2: yeah that's really good uh let's see if you get a shot at that at that pre-market high that would be a good target eighty-four forty-seven. just kind of not too far from there what do you got on the monthlies anything on the monthlies nope nothing on the monthlies back in uh October of 2018 this was at 8778 so ways to go here I just I think this is like a real uncharacteristic move for uh for State Street but let's see if it can hold the momentum all right let's talk about old navy here and the gap
1: so rewind the clocks back just about a year February 28th of last year uh, Gap announces they're going to spin off Old Navy into its own standalone company. Stock popped on that news, though. They quickly faded that headline. Uh, fast for- and then fast forward to uh, this morning here. The Gap is no longer going to make Old Navy a standalone company. And they reacted the same exact way by, bo- popped it. by buying that news
0: yeah so and, and on the initial headline, they ha- they slammed this down. so the headline bots wrong again. Um, they hit this down, they hit all the bids all the way down to the 17 handle there. That lasted for about 10 seconds, and then they just started buying it hand over fist and bought this thing all the way up to over 20. almost tw- did, did it hit 21? It got over 21. It's it just got- absolutely. The, the headline bots, how are these things make money? Like how are these things in business? That's what I want to know. How are they in business? Like, they're wrong. Maybe it's just like a selective perception I, on our part, but man, they're wrong a lot.
2: But what if what if they just trade really small size, like in these wild things? You, you still know?
0: lose money. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe they do some stuff right, but they do a lot of things wrong. This is why I guess a person like me is still in business and can trade headlines. I know so many people will say you can't trade headlines. You can trade headlines. It's possible to actually trade headlines and make money, believe me. Um, but I'll tell you the way the bots do it, I don't know the interpretation that they have. You would think logic would say that the bots would have been right here. And yes, the gap would be a short when they said, we're not going to spin off the old Navy, especially since they rallied it. But you know, this is the kind of market that just slams anybody shorting anything. So if you're shorting the headline on the gap, 10 seconds later, you're getting your face ripped off. And they ripped it all the way up to 21, which is absolutely ridiculous on the other side. So it overshoots on the downside, overshoots on the upside. Now it sits up here up 4%, probably, you know, more fair value. But I mean, you know, you just can't be chasing stuff all over the place. Liquidity, when the headlines happen, everybody backs off the orders, you know, get out because we don't know what's going to go on. Let it digest. So then it's really thin. And if you're selling, 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 you can knock something down a buck on like a few hundred shares. And then they buy and buy and buy and there's nothing in there either. All the way back up to 21, like. Just lose, lose, lose. You know, if you're really, you know, pushing the, the key with headlines is don't like if you're trading headlines, don't be chasing the hell out of them because when you're wrong, you're very wrong. You could also say that the gap is up because they gave some
1: guidance along with that news yesterday. They they guided that their uh, fiscal year nineteen EPS would be moderately above the previously given range of the like a buck seventy $1.70 two, buck seventy five is going to be moderately above that range. So that's a a good headline to say our guidance is, is is above our. It's essentially a guidance raise, a slight guidance raise. So you you right. could say that's why they popped uh, the stock on that news. But still, it is interesting the way they. Uh, if you uh, let's pull up a daily here, you can look at that that gigantic gap from February end <laughs> of February last year. That was the news they were spinning off gap, and or old navy, and here we are, 11 months later.
2: I think this is opening into an interesting area. they will throw out the high. We'll throw out the low from the after-hours action, uh, and I'm not talking about daily, weekly. I'm talking about monthly highs. And you had one, two, three, four, four monthly highs in a row. I'm just going to call it 1960 to split all those numbers. So let's see what happens. It was just on the most recent rally. It struggled at uh, 20 1993. So. You know, if you're buying this on the news, you want to see this thing open up. Let's say we're trading 1935, 1960, 1970, 2020 bid, 2010. Um, else a, chance, a lot of chance to give this back. But opening into monthly resistance, that's I'll say about GPS.
1: Let's go to some more movers of the morning
0: here. Let's talk about... A lot of ratings movers. Yeah, um, ratings. A of... Like a Let's... ton of them. Okay. I was gonna go to Dave Like and- for a Friday. This has been ratings week for a fr- There's a lot of ratings for a Friday.
2: Because they're taking Monday off.
0: It's, oh yeah. Good call, Joel. I forgot. If we have Monday we have a long weekend coming up. We have
2: a long you don't have it's not uh Prime Minister Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, I, I learned I learned this the other day from Brent. Monday is like a, a worldwide uh so what? in the in, in the US it's um MLK Day, but Everywhere oh, else, that's right.
2: President's Day's later. I'm
1: everyone, sorry. everywhere else, it's uh, what is it? Brent? Blue Monday. Blue Monday. Yeah, it's like what the, is, I've never heard of Blue Monday. Yeah, no. me neither. It's everyone like, listens it's, to blues. It's no. It's some company came, did some math. They crunched the numbers and they figured out that Jan, uh, January, uh, whatever the date date is, the twenty first, the twentieth, is the is the saddest day, the bluest day of the year when you combine the weather and the i don't know the, the sea in your leg seasons? on this no one. i looked it up it is the bluest day the saddest day of the year people are we're like in the heart of winter here and what if you're it, in florida well i don't know i, I, <laughs> I didn't read through the whole it, it's just a silly thing that i saw i think Brent after pulled.
0: christmas yeah, after New Year's, you're exactly. halfway through exactly. your New Year's resolutions, and you exactly. realize you're failing at your New Year's resolution exactly. already.
1: Exactly. You so already broke he them. He understands.
0: I never have made any because I never, I, I never, <laughs> <so> I never <laughs> keep understand. up with them anyways. I stopped making New Year's resolutions years ago because I'm never able to keep them. Quarterly tax
2: estimates are due. Exactly. I mean, yeah, okay.
0: I, uh, uh, <laughs> I agree. Now we're looking at all this. Man, am I <laughs> depressed? I'm just gonna go and I'm done. Done the show. It's gonna go to sleep because I'm so depressed and tired.
2: Maybe
1: no, by, not by, today.
0: Monday. By Monday. Oh, we have three more days. Excellent. Yeah, I'm happy again. You're happy again. Uh, okay. It's happy Friday.
1: Uh, w- looking at some of the ratings, uh, you're right. There are a lot this morning. Pinterest, which we already mentioned, I think got an upgrade uh, from Wells Fargo to overweight. Snap, upgrade at UBS to yeah. buy. That's interesting. It's How a- many
0: upgrades have been to Snap in the last month? I feel like everybody and their grandma has been upgrading Snap. Seriously, can we look at that? Spencer will look at it. Yeah, here. We, we can hunt that information down in the Pro. The nice thing on the Pro I, tracks I all I will look at this. it and tell you in about three
1: seconds. Wow, you're right. There are a lot. So I feel
0: up- like it's been just upgrades, not, upgrades. Not in the
1: last month, in the last couple of months. So okay. Dating back to the end of November. Give them to me. Dating back to November 25th, okay? Okay. Uh, loop Capital Upgrade. Then on December 13th, JMP Securities upgrade. January 9th, two upgrades, Jeffries and Cowan. Uh, then on the January 10th, Bernstein initiates at Outperform. Then today, UBS upgrades. So between the initiations, six. one, two, three, four, five, six, between upgrades and uh, Outperform initiations, we have six on Snap. last month
0: and a half. There's been quite a few. So you could say most of this rally has been driven by analyst action. Probably because you think of the average, you know, move off, you know, an analyst report is probably three or 4% higher at all those ups times six, you get 20% move really just from analyst action. It's amazing how much that it's analyst driving price, you know, even, you know, you, do, you may say they're right, they're wrong, but they drive price. And I think you it, take away those six ratings, you probably, you know, are still kicking around 14, $15 on this thing. So they've uh, driven this thing.
2: You know what? I think it's our chat. They have been all over this like
0: the last three or They've four. They've traded our chat's yeah, good on yeah, Snap. Yeah. They've been making I, some good trades on
2: it. I think KP, I don't know if he's uh, in a meeting this morning or not, but KP was asking me about it yesterday. I must have been four or five people asked me about it. And the only thing I said was just hold an eighteen. You had that close at eighteen nineteen. You did dip under eighteen. Boom. Close at eighteen and a quarter. Continued straight here trading at eighteen eighty four. Boy, oh
0: boy. It's a lot of smart people it in our chat. It,
2: yeah, we do. Just trading at the highs here, the pre-market session, this things have been straight up. I don't know, something at nineteen maybe. Can you see that, Dennis? It hasn't been at nineteen in a while, but well, maybe, let's
0: go take a look.
2: But uh, maybe if you're holding out for a target here, you have. I think
0: twenty bucks is probably yeah, going to be a major size up at twenty.
2: Yep, because it has
0: opening a- up the book, going unlucky. looking. JV Speckle beat me too; he's fast.
2: Fast, a, especially when that? I've
0: been on like four hours of sleep.
2: How often do you use... Oh, you know, 18, look at this. Holy mackerel.
0: As 1848 has fifty—that 50,000 shares? Yeah. So there's, no, that's 500,000 shares at 1848. That's a huge, huge, huge number. So anyways, it's trade a pile of volume. It can go through that, but it's indicated open at 1848. There's a, like a goalie there. You know, think about this as like a goalie trying to make the save. That five hundred thousand share order, if that's real, and I mean we are on option expiration. We don't know if that's you know gonna cancel or whatever. But that could hold down the opening print. That could actually make you, you know, get a nice entry there. If that thing opened only at like eighteen fifty-five or something, it is option expiration, could be a good, you know, candidate to go long. So I uh, you know, I don't want to buy it eighteen eighty four, but if I get eighteen fifty, that's a lot more attractive. If I'm going and scrolling all the way up, I can't quite see to twenty. Uh, at 19 is 150,000 shares, but that 1848 stands out like a sore thumb. That's a huge order, 500,000 shares. It has already traded 825, so it can through chew through that. But that's a big order.
2: And what about? And I'm just talking about bigger uh, um, orders that Uber order uh, got absorbed the other day, but uh, still been struggling. Well, that wasn't
1: the other day, they, a couple days ago. No, it was last quarter they sold, they unwound
2: their position. No, there was an order. Oh, the-,
0: the $35 he's talking about. Oh, 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 yeah, oh yeah, 35 yeah. yeah, yeah, they took that okay. out about three days ago. Okay. There was a huge yeah. order. JV Speck alerted us to it at 35 and they took that out. And if I'm looking at Uber now... There's still some sellers there. Uber, 34.75, 50,000 shares for sale right now this morning. Again, we're at options expiration. So you got to think there's some institutions that are maybe, you know, jockeying, you know, they got an open option position. We're going to hedge it with some stock here. Lots of fun things happen on options expiration. So you see some bigger orders that can impact price. So as of right now, you know, there is a few orders in the book on UBER too. So it's going to, looks like it's going to struggle to open over 35.
2: Spencer, you're supposed yep. to bring the guest on. I
1: am going to bring the guest on right now, as a matter of fact. let's. It It is time for our guest today, and I will bring him on, Greg Harmon. He is the founder of Dragonfly Capital Management. He has more than 25 years of experience in the markets. Uh, Greg, good morning. Can you hear me? Let's unmute him first. That helps. Yeah, I'm working. Greg, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing okay. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I hear you, and I see you. Look at that. You're All nice. Right. Uh, so Greg, we've been talking this morning about short squeezes, uh, about all the ratings. What's been on your radar uh, in this market as we, uh, ascend to a never ending, uh, trend of all time highs.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're going, uh, higher and higher and higher, aren't we? Uh, I had, uh, on my list this week, uh, we played a couple of them, uh, a couple of, uh, beaten down stocks that were, looked like the, they had been basing for a while and now are turning around. One of them was, uh, Ulta
0: beauty. Oh, we haven't looked at that one for a while. What'd you see in Ulta ULTA?
3: Well, I saw it, you know, it it gapped down in, uh, October or in August. So you see the gap down in August here. Uh, and then had been basing here for uh, several months, uh, and was bouncing up here against the base, uh, early, uh, late last week. So we, uh, uh put on a uh, an idea to uh to go and buy it on a breakout above this this level here around two sixty two.
0: Nice. That one worked a well. while. Yeah it's worked pretty well. Are you are you out of that trade now or is that one you're selling still on it? Right now? To-
3: I, I'm looking for it to fill the gap. So uh I'm gonna hold this one for a while. I I went into this with some uh call calendars. So uh I've bought longer dated uh February calls. Uh, and I'm uh, selling shorter dated calls against it that'll expire um, today, and then I'll sell them again in Febr- uh, for February uh, going forward as well.
0: What else is landing nice. right there? What, yeah. You got ULT. That's yeah, a nice one. What else would you like? Where are you looking? Yeah, at? another
3: similar one is uh, CarMax.
0: Again, beat up after earnings, kind of sold off, got back up above 90, and starts to look like it wants to, you know run up and now it actually gets close to a gap area
3: yep yep so uh, I, I did the same thing here I, I just bought calls on this one in February 14 calls just ahead of the earnings report and, uh, and rolled them up yesterday when it uh, hit that gap level so that now I've got my money out I've got a small profit and I've uh, got continuing uh, February 95 calls to see if it uh, keeps going higher
0: How do you, when you're, when you get in these trades and, you know, obviously, you know, you you made the right call on a couple of these there. What do you do when, you know, they don't, you know, you you put on the trade and, you know, it's just not working out. It doesn't look like, okay, well, it's wrong. You know, let's say you bought the ULTA at 62 and it starts leaking back down to 55. How do you protect yourself from like losing your premium there? How, how, how do you protect yourself?
3: It really, the, the, the biggest way to deal with that is to, there's two ways to deal with it, but the okay. easiest way is to just say, I'm wrong and sell. Okay. Uh, and the, most people don't do that right. Our brains are not programmed to do that. Our brains are That's exactly
0: why that. some people stay in business and some people don't.
3: <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we're, our brains are programmed so that we uh, think that we're going to be right eventually and you wait it out and you know options, uh, time value uh, runs out and you run out of money as well so uh if uh if you're stuck in that rut and you can't find a way to uh to get yourself uh to sell, then sell something else so as I said in, in the Ulta beauty trade, I got into it initially by uh, buying uh, the calls and selling uh shorter dated calls. but you could do that uh once you get into that uh, position where you've got a little bit of trouble as well so uh, start to sell uh premium in other options either shorter dated or sell them uh, uh, to the downside where you might uh, have a, a view about owning the stock or sell higher data calls that, uh, that put you into a spread situation.
0: Let's go into a couple other stocks here. Um, what else is on your radar?
3: Uh, one that, uh, that was on the list at the start of the week and is just starting to break out now, so I'll take a look at it today is uh, Crown Castle CCI. It up here I don't right know now.
1: much. About, I don't know much about them. What uh, What do you see here?
3: I have no idea what they do. I don't <laughs> know what any of these companies do. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you that uh, you know it had a, a strong run up, and then uh, it's in September started pulling back. Got the, found a nice base at the 200-day moving average through November and December, and has been rebounding, and now is making higher highs. So that's that's what I like.
2: We're on the line with Greg Harman of Dragonfly Capital Management. I got let, let's set up something here in Boeing. I mean, this, this is not going to persist here. This uh, look how tight this has been over the last four or five sessions here, just above major support. Obviously, uh, a headline stock. I mean, what are you looking at? Maybe I like got yeah. I
3: mean, you you don't yeah. have it on here, but if you put Bollinger Bands on that, you'll see yeah. that uh, they're really squeezing in now. And uh, when that, that happens, when the Bollinger Bands squeeze in, uh, which is what happens when you get that uh, tight consolidation, those inside days for days and days and days, uh, it's usually a precursor to a big move happening. I look at the, the momentum indicators as well, and uh, things like the, the RSI and the MACD, uh, big momentum indicators have already diverged to the upside on this one. So it, I've been ready to buy this for a long time, and I've been wrong like four times over the last six months. <laughs>
2: So you look at You're still leaning on that 320 low as far as a, a long entry here, or how Yeah, would,
3: I, I definitely below 320, I'd say that um, every, everything you think about uh, a reversal is wrong. And below 320, this this is like a, a piece of garbage and toss it aside. But uh, over 340, I would get I would get long here.
2: Any anything that is uh, looking frothy on the upside.
3: Frothy on the upside.
2: Yeah, something like I know you played both sides of the market. Anything that, you know, you're buying puts on or selling calls on, anything?
3: Really just stuff uh, from a short-term basis. And, um, you know, one that uh, people are going to hate on me for is uh, Apple is kind of frothy on a short-term basis. It's uh, been overbought for, you know, over a month now. Um, strong momentum, but it's a, it's a, it's – a big mover, biggest company in the world shouldn't move 105% in a year. Um, Why not? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you look at it just from the price action, it doesn't really matter. Right. But uh, from uh, the, the the past two weeks, it's been a big, it's been a pretty big move. And um, it could use a little rest at least let's say maybe not a sell off, but a rest.
0: I mean, I can tell you why it shouldn't move up. And, you know, from a fundamental basis, there's no way a company of that size can grow earnings at 100%. So it's all multiple expansion. And if you look at Apple, it's went from trading like 17 or 18 times, you know, forward earnings to 25, you know, times. So its whole move has basically just been multiple expansion. Yes, the earnings are going up a little bit there, but, you know, you see 100% moves in smaller companies because they're growing earnings at ridiculous rates. With Apple, they're growing earnings slightly uh, but this has just been, you know, the love of tech, you know, driving and, and, and you know, you can say Microsoft, almost the same thing. I mean, yep, yes, Microsoft front the earnings, but it's the same thing. I mean, it's just been an exceptional move here. I mean, in the last year, you know, here's a stock that everybody, you know, had for dead money back in 2015, 2016. And, you know, it's a stock that's quadrupled since that time. So, you know, it's been really incredible to watch big tech just money just keep piling in there. Why do you think, Greg, that, uh, you know, the money keeps piling into these big tech names?
3: Because I think tech is taking over the world. Uh, If you look at uh, uh, everything we do, everything finance related, uh, it's all being driven by tech now. Uh, The Internet of Things, artificial intelligence uh, are driving all aspects of all businesses now. So it's, it's almost like uh, there's not a separate tech sector anymore. There's tech involved in everything,
0: and that's going to continue to be the way. Which is a, probably a big reason why the U.S. markets continue to outperform, you know, other markets in the world. You know, everybody's been talking about, you know, how you know, and I and we've talked about this show, you know, a lot too. But you think about a lot of your big tech companies come from Silicon Valley. They come from the U.S. You know, there yes, there's some good ones coming from China as well, but a lot of them, you know, the majority of some of our big biggest companies that we love came from silicon valley so maybe that's why the u.s markets continue to outperform maybe that trade doesn't you know maybe there isn't a catch-up trade with these other markets if we keep thinking it's going to be tech driven you know going forward what are your thoughts there it it might be at
3: some point that we get back to the um the the tech bubble kind of hype that uh, we had uh in 2000 but um it doesn't seem like we've got that froth going at this point yet
0: And we're not at multiples like in the, you know, when we got to the year 2000, you know, every stock was trading with a multiple of 80 or a hundred times. Cisco was trading 90 times earnings. CSCO, you know, Apple. And well, Apple wasn't really trading that much then because Apple wasn't in favor back then. It was on on the verge of bankruptcy, actually, close to it. Crazy how things turn around. Um, But, you know, Microsoft was trading 60 or 70 times earnings. And then it took 20 years for the earnings to catch up with those valuations, so I guess, you know, if you looked at it from that perspective, you know, we've been 20 years where a lot of these tech stocks were trying to come back and now a lot of them have and now they're making new highs. So maybe there still is some room to the upside.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, Microsoft uh, at uh, 31 right now, 31 multiple right now is um, it's 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 high, high, but it's not
0: completely you know, it's not unreasonable. Yeah, it's high.
2: Uh get a question here about Google. Could you take a look at that for us?
0: Google, yeah,
3: so, uh, joining the uh, Trillionaire Club yesterday, right?
2: Yeah, and uh, just to allude, uh, uh, you know, what you said about the companies, and Dennis, you know, there's been uh, been tracking the top 10 components in the S&P 500 for how many years have we been doing this, Dennis, and back in the old days, ExxonMobil and Chevron were, boom, right up there in the top, and uh, actually, I just readjusted it today, and uh, Apple, back on top, Dennis, uh, with that rally, a, uh, Apple overtakes Microsoft. So Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, and Facebook—boom, right there. I'm doing the combined Google. I don't do the the two companies. So there you mm-hmm. go. Your top five components in the S and P—all tech stocks. But I'm sorry. Go ahead with Google. Uh, yeah, having I mean, ninety here. How do you come up with a target on the upside and something for Google? You just let it. Yeah, up.
3: but if, just to to to. to uh, go off of your point about uh, those, those top five companies and how the shift has gone to the tech side. Uh, there's also like a, this huge chasm between uh, Amazon and Facebook at that point too. You know, Amazon looks like they could be at that uh, trillion dollar level pretty soon, but Facebook is still a long way off. So it's a huge differential there. When I look at uh, Google for a target, uh, if you pull back your chart and uh, show maybe uh, two years worth you can see uh, a big W forming right here so if I, I if I were to look in here a w top here against this price action here tightening price action uh, tells me that this this is a big yeah it's a big range a thousand know, 1, to uh, 1250 1300 but it was a big consolidation range for almost a year and we're just pulling out of that now after a long jump from 500 up into that range around a thousand. So I, I could see we could get to like uh, 1,700 in Google. Nice. Wow.
2: Uh, look at those 1,700 calls today. Now, uh, one more. Uh, Netflix, that has earnings on the 21st here. And hard to play stocks in the earnings street looking for 52 cents. The stock has just had a nice rally. with the whole streaming wars. We haven't talked Comcast yet at all here. But – what do you think here? We're uh, 14. Yeah, look, four, look at that same
3: that same thing here. Technically, you've got uh, higher lows against lower highs. You've got this tightening range here. Uh, the battle between buyers and sellers has been working out. In the short term, we've got the, the, the move uh, over consolidation now and up to like the 350, 340 level. Uh, I put a position on in this uh, just a, a week ago because I got capped out in the earlier position I had put on. Down here. Uh, so I'm, I've got a, a call calendar with a, a 350 strike on it uh, going against this. We're just hoping that we don't get to 350 today. <laughs>
2: you never know. SP is continuing to make new highs here in the pre market session, up 1200 at 3328 and a quarter.
1: All right, that's we've been Line with Greg Harmon from Gre- Dragonfly Capital Management. Greg, thanks for the time today, and uh, have a great weekend—a great long weekend.
3: Nice talking to you guys. Have a good weekend.
1: Thanks, Greg. All right, uh, eight forty-nine. You know, Joel, you mentioned uh, Comcast. We haven't talked about them yet. We probably should. They uh, unveiled details of their streaming service Peacock yesterday. Uh, I guess a little bit of a delay in the launch. It was supposed to be launched, I believe, in April. Now it is launching. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, launching in uh, July, uh, I believe they they announced uh, three uh, three tiers, three pricing tiers: is a free tier, a uh, ad-supported tier, and an advertising-free uh, uh, tier. So the most expensive of that is going to be uh, $10 a month, and then the uh, the ad-free will be five bucks a month. That's about in line with what the other streaming providers charge for their services. Uh, but regardless, let's look at Comcast. Can the launch of their streaming service, uh, you know, give them, give the stock the same uh, reaction well, that, that Disney? They like
2: it right now. That's a big move here for Comcast, trading up 68 cents at 47.55. A nice really run for a few days ago when you're at the parallels at 45.00. Uh, my focus here, there's really only one number or two numbers. They're right at the same level, 47.24, 47.27. That's your all-time high in the issue. I don't know what happened on that day in November. I don't know if it was – actually, it was October. It might have been earnings. You spiked up to 47.20. Could you check Pro to see what it, what happened on that day if it was earnings? Because you had a gap up, 47.21 open. You went another three cents. And then you fell nearly two and a half dollars. What day was this? The, the 24th. Like, it must, might've been earnings there. Uh, so um, big gap up that day faded. I Let's see if it could gap up and hold 4720. Uh, big move here for Comcast. And um, just another, per- so their, their streaming is a little bit more expensive than Disney. Is that what, is yeah, that what you said? But
1: yeah. Uh, they're going to have uh, a little bit, um more in terms of uh like new
2: content coming on a regular yeah. basis you know what um, I'm a huge comcast fan i you know really? just yeah, yeah, I mean not that not so much the stock, but we got got the got the t v the internet, you know um I don't know, I think like when I call them up they're oh thank you for being a customer since nineteen ninety two or something, so good service i mean occasionally have problems, but uh I don't know, like it. Forty-seven, twenty-seven. That's the all-time high. We'll see if we can hold that issue off the opening print. Pretty big move for this thing. I think if you look at the nine-day average trading range for Comcast, this is a pretty much a range. She's had some bigger range days. What was the range for it yesterday? Yesterday's range was sixty cents. Here you're moving sixty cents. So this is going to be one of those crazy days for, um, uh, you know, for Comcast. We'll see.
0: Uh, we're we're really climbing here on the S and P's. I guess got to tell you the buying balances are off the board. They're so big. The, the buying balances on the stocks are huge. Um, if they're real, you know, obviously you know things can change. It's options expiration. They could all flip to sell. Last I believe it was last month we saw the huge buying balances and a lot of them did not pair off that low. And you saw some ridiculous opens. And I talked about them. You know where there were some stocks that opened you know way 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 too high. Um, I think it was was the last month that we had. What, what what was that trade? The Eli Lilly and it opened up five bucks. Remember that one, Joe? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. It was yeah. That a quad. Yeah, I, that- got
0: yeah. Lilly, I got short Lilly, like up six dollars at the one thirty seven open, and it was like one thirty one in seconds. So you know these do give you opportunities. Sometimes stocks just open way too high. That being said, a lot of things can change. So we don't know at this point in time whether. You know this is going to hold here. Whether the stocks are going to continue to rally, whether the uh, the imbalances are going to continue to grow, we don't know that yet. All I can tell you is right now the stocks are strong. TLT is getting hit hard here right now, Um, and you know that's obviously good for the banks. So I would think banks going to be showing relative strength here today. But as of right now, it looks like everything's got a buy imbalance. So we'll see how that you know what happens here in the next 30 minutes or 40 minutes before the open. But as of right now, the market would open significantly higher.
1: All right. Do you want to? Oh, we didn't cover Dave and Buster's. Thanks for reminding me, uh, Joel. I'm, okay, I meant to. And then Dennis distracted me with the ratings, and then I and then I kind of forgot. But Dave and Buster's uh, getting some love from KKR. They showed a 6.3% active stake in Dave and
2: Buster's. Uh, and let's look at the stock. It's a big move for the adult Chuck E. Cheese here, trading up uh, 3.97 you were much higher. Uh, you did get over $47. So if you're looking for a continuation move here, you're a buck and a half off that pre-market high, of 47 and a half, uh, blowing away any of your daily numbers here. So that's what I'd wait for. I'd, you know, If you're looking for a long here or to exit a long, let's see, the longer I think it takes to get up to 47 and a half, a little bit more of a chance of a fade here, but... Find a few buyers here at 46. Uh, playing,
0: what's that? All of the imbalances move. just slip to sell. Really? Yeah. Did you see the S&Ps? Did you see what the s and Yeah, S&Ps I did. did? I did. About well, three points. That was right on the imbalance data. So there, everybody else me would be like, whoa, what just happened? Imbalances <laughs> all just slip to sell. They always went from huge buy to huge sell. Just like that. Crazy, <laughs> You eh?
2: said, I, I don't know if they're going to be true. Well, they, We don't know. Flipped, you don't know. Yeah.
0: especially days, like it's not even about true it's just a matter of whether other institutions come in to sell them so crazy how they just flipped like huge sell it just went all huge body huge sell and everybody's like scrambling now people who are buying up the s&ps here on the big buying balance are scrambling to sell them right we just fell four points you know nothing else happened that was right on the flip i watched it right on the flip so this data moves stocks, especially, you know, on a day like this.
2: Yeah, this is, and it's kind of snuck up on people. Like you didn't even realize this was the third Friday of the month. No, oh, I didn't, didn't realize that. It was very, very sneaky. Kind of early. Um, getting a couple questions here about uh, BIIB. I mean, when's the next, you know, when's the next trial? Like when, when do we get more results on the Alzheimer's drug? I mean, isn't that what it's all about, right? Consolidation here ahead of it. Trading range two seventy to three ten, and just real quiet ahead of it. So you've got to be following your biotech uh, calendar on that one, Dennis. I know you're there long term with that one. It's just just kind
0: of hanging. out. I just out. don't think that they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna approve that drug. So that's why I can't add to it here. Uh, do we want to do a hot
1: potato? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a quick, okay. quick one. Okay, I'm not gonna play the song. Just in- do
0: like yeah. We only have five yeah, minutes here, so just fly through. So it. I'm just gonna do it quickly. Dennis, right.
1: close your chat. All right, so, so the theme, the theme was 2019 year in, in review, right? It, it all questions are gonna be about what happened, stuff that happened last year. I figure that's easy enough. You both, I think, follow the markets. Yeah, so, we do um, Okay, we'll start with you, time Dennis. Time to time, Dennis. What's the theme? 2019. You think right. Okay he's all nervous he's like, he never,
0: I, I i suck at this No, you know but you know this stuff i'm telling you okay. he, i know like, it but i just panic it's I'm like the, deer the headlights i would be wait. the worst contestant on jeopardy that they ever had like if they had a you know, tournament of the worst players and i was on there i'd be the worst all worst. right
1: only three stocks in the dow jones closed the year down can you name one of them you're going to me first yes dennis first sorry
0: which stocks close? I'm going to go the Dow, Dow, Dow Jones. Industrial Average. Three of them
1: closed down for the year. Can you name any? Holy mackerel. Any well, did Boeing maybe, close down? This is maybe one of the harder did ones. Did Boeing? Well, Boeing did not. That was very close. They, they almost, they, they were with the fourth worst in the Dow, but they were. Oh,
0: that's very fun. Okay, Joel, I can steal. That, here, like, yeah, that. like, you think like, mm. okay, give me the buzz. Joel, do you know? Uh, ah this is maybe the hardest one you gotta think of the real dogs
2: dogs
1: uh,
0: oh i i I know one is is, i don't even uh, exxon exxon
1: exxon uh yeah you know that's not on my list here but i i think that's right i think think, (laughs) think that has gotta be right but um exxon had to close down didn't it it's like 68 bucks let me just pull up a, yeah. I don't know why there wasn't on my list, but that's right. So, I, I don't know. I'm why. pretty sure. Oh, no, maybe
0: not. Because you know what the trouble was? It didn't close. Do you know why? Because you had the 2019, you started so low. So, a lot of these things were in the gutter at the beginning of it. Although, I think it might have. I'm trying to see. It might have It might have closed out the year. It looks like it closed out the year just I, I like 65 bucks. So, no, I don't think it did.
1: Had the yep. big run up.
0: See, I, I no, see you're making me dumb. Hard mind. man. Okay,
1: okay. The answers were.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Give me. Uh, yeah. Is Throw he a in there? No, I know. Mean, okay, three M,
1: Pfizer, Walgreens. Okay. Mo- moving on. This one's to Joel. Pfizer closed down. I uh, didn't think Pfizer had a bad year. Wow. Uh, this one's to Joel. On January second of last year, this company lowered their sales guidance for the first time in 15 years. It was, it was a big deal when it happened. And... Apple correct there we go about an easy question i knew that one okay okay then you also get a date on january 7th of last year loxo oncology was acquired by this company for 235 dollars a share eight billion
0: dollars total loxo got bought i remember the loxo buy who bought them though Mm -hmm. maybe i should have asked told you who the
1: acquirer was and asked you who the yeah,
0: I remember them getting bought. I, am, I really... Do you remember
1: who bought Loxo on January 7th of last year? I don't know. Amgen? No, it was... You're both wrong. It was Eli Lilly.
0: <laughs> Lilly did? Nah, I never guessed that.
1: Alright, uh, That was was that the... Lilly
0: said like the other day they got like 4 or $5 billion to go for more or acquisitions didn't or
1: something. Alright, Joel. Buy note. Joel, the Fed raised rates how many times last year?
0: Why does he get the easy ones?
2: Uh, i I can't control what he he knows um i don't know (laughs) three
0: that's correct
1: okay um dennis this is easy one uh these two companies were once uh one company then they split apart oh this is so easy and then last year they finally got back together via merger you don't get this you're fired uh so
0: say it again because i was trading a stock what do we got start over these two
1: companies, uh, they were once one company, then they split apart, and last year, they finally got back together via a merger. It was like a three- or four-year saga going on, back and forth, and they finally closed a merger. They are now one company once again, these two companies. Uh, I'll give you- I'll, I'll No, give don't
2: a, give him a hand.
1: He if he, did, he, has to get this. It, it was a very long merger saga that went It took years to figure out they. They were together, then they split up a decade He's getting ago. A and now they're back all nervous. I'm all
0: nervous. I'm like, yeah, I my mind hundred hundred just hundred hundred goes hundred hundred blank. Hundred it, it, it's in the media sector. I'm just going it, it, to tell you that. My mind just goes blank, but it's CBS Viacom. There we go. Okay. Dennis, oh, my mind just on, goes blank. Mechanic. On the board.
2: Um, Two to one. How many right. questions do yeah, we have left? There's only a couple left. Joel. Joel. This is for the lock. I'm gonna lock you out on this one, Dennis. Joel, name
1: five oh. y- unicorns that IPO'd last year. Billion-dollar companies that IPO'd. You can do this.
2: Uh, Uber, Lyft. That's two. Um, IPO'd last year. Beyond Meat.
1: That's three. I almost, I almost said name three, but that'd be too easy. Um,
2: and then there. Was IPM? There's
1: was like twenty-five. Just so you know. Zoom? That's four.
0: You uh, took then... all the easy ones. <laughs> no, no. There's a lot, few other easy ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably the ones I'm short squeeze.
3: <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> just look at my That's portfolio. Five.
0: There we go. Pin <laughs> interest was the one I was gonna say. I would have also accepted Peloton. You would have all, all also accepted pin interest.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, Dennis, That's three to one. Dennis, in August, an Oklahoma judge ruled this company was liable for helping to fuel the opioid epidemic in, in America.
0: Johnson Johnson. There we go. All right.
1: Um, I think this is the last one, actually. Um, we'll let Dennis do it for the tie. The, uh, all right. The, the, this one could be tough. Okay. This is, uh, I'm going to give you answers. You have to tell me which one is is not right. Which of these companies did not, did not, lose their CEO in 2019. All right. It's multiple choice. You ready, Dennis? Yeah. I'm going to give you five companies, which of them did not lose their CEO in 2019. Okay. McDonald's under armor, Wells Fargo, Papa John's or bed, bath and beyond. One of those companies did not lose their CEO in
0: 2019. Mm, go. So who, there was one in the middle of the one. I knew it. M- McDonald's,
1: again. McDonald's under armor, Wells Fargo, Papa John's and bed,
0: bath and beyond. Papa John's. Oh, he got it. Oh, my God. I didn't I think I pulled you that could... one out of the hat. Rabbit think... out of the hat.
1: Papa John's, that's what you said, right? Yep. Yeah. I He's thought... shocked you. He no, I, 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 I thought like Dennis sure...
0: got that one.
1: That was a trick question because they lost to CEO in 2018.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah, I thought for sure I was going to trip you Smooth. up. On that. I thought for sure I would get you. Okay. You don't have
2: a tiebreaker because that's. Look <laughs> at
0: this. I might actually win. I've never oh, won before. I,
2: I, that's what only
1: happened. I'm, only... Only...
0: I'm like 0 and 10.
2: I, I had eight
1: questions and you both got three right. So... I'm
0: like 0 and 10. <laughs> So yeah. we leave it as a tie. We're both losers. We can leave it as a tie, I guess. We're
1: both uh, lose. That's kind of all. I didn't have a tiebreaker. Sorry. <laughs> um, I guess I have to start coming up with an odd number of questions. But uh, I guess that's all we got. So I want to uh, thank everyone for joining us today in our chats. Reminder: We are off on Monday, so we'll be back with you on uh, Tuesday. You can always catch the podcast of our show on whatever podcast platform you prefer: iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, wherever or just rewatch our show on youtube.com Benzinga TV. I want to thank our guest today, Greg Harmon from Dragonfly Capital Management. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes only, not for investing or trading advice. And you can always give us a call as well. Leave us a voicemail. We'll ask your question potentially on the show 734-494-0246. Everyone have a great long weekend. We'll be back with you on Tuesday.
3: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at
0: stamps.com with code program for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code program. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for 2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.